What is going on, guys? This is the Cloud9 Podcast, Season 1, Episode 15. Because this past week, for the LEC and the LCS have been in, in, interesting, I'll, I'll say. I'll say that. <laughs> it would be crazy. Because you had G2 that ended up throwing a really, really one game against Misfits. Cloud9 ended up taking down Team Liquid in the rivalry week, but also ended up falling to TSM. 100 Thieves continue to dominate the LCS. They are um, one of the few teams outside of Cloud9, Team Liquid, and TSM not to automatically be in first place based off the pedigree of the big three orgs. The only other times outside of Cloud9, TSM, and Team Liquid being at the top of the standings were like CLG, Optic Gaming, and Immortals, and now you have 100 Thieves, you know, that are at the top of the table now, so... What's going on, man? How are you doing, actually? Uh, hopefully you can hear me okay. I'm doing fine. Uh, been a busy week for LCS and LEC. TSM won the games that mattered, so I don't care about that dig game. <laughs> oh, yeah. As always, he never cares about dig games, guys. <laughs> There's just a lot of things, generally, when it comes to you know, League of Legends and stuff. And this week, um, because I wanted to talk about this last week, but I actually kind of uh, couldn't get a chance to because I had to finish the show at a, you know, given period point in time. Um, It was the replay files of um, the Cloud9 versus TSM rivalry, which is automatically, in a lot of people's eyes, way better than CLG versus TSM. And I still don't really understand why TSM versus CLG was really ever a rivalry. I never really got that feeling. Most of the time, give or take, TSM just beat the shit out of them. There was the stretch between the LCS 2015 summer split into that LCS 2016 spring split, and then leading into the MSI 2016, where that for that just that three period part, CLG was better. But other than that, TSM always beat CLG and pretty much always knocked them out, you know? What else has, like, CLG really did? Like, I know today CLG had the news where they, um, you know, are getting a new head director. They got the Evil Geniuses guy. But it doesn't really matter, you know, to me personally, unless I start seeing some changes, you know? It really doesn't matter. I don't care who they put in charge. It really doesn't matter until, you know, the org takes a massive difference in change, which I think they've been trying to do recently with this new roster of, like, Pole Belter and Broxa and Smoothie, but they're not that good. They have one distinct playstyle, which I think is fine, you know? I think their playstyle is fine, but... For a team like them, they need that kind of playstyle. Otherwise, what are they really going to do? You know, they're not going to be winning anytime soon. They're not going to win a trophy. They're not going to win playoffs. It doesn't really matter, honestly. You know, so the best thing they can hopefully manage to accomplish to salvage this year is just making playoffs and potentially just getting knocked out in the first round. Or they could surprise in the first round of playoffs, actually. It's possible. What do you think, man? Uh, I don't know how anybody can be a steal. That's first off. Second of all, I think ever since ever since Double Lift left, they haven't been really relevant till Power 
of Evil that one time where they made playoffs. I think they made it to the second round. I think. Um, I think they need from scratch. Like Finn and Finn seems to be pretty productive. Um, oh damn! You're turning into chaos. Holy crap! But you can't hear me. Oh, I barely heard what you said. What in the world did you say? Oh, I said Finn and uh, Broxa. I would I would keep them and get rid of like Smoothie, Pole Belter, Wild Turtle. I think yeah. they're they're still good. I think they just need like, I think you could form. I think you have a foundation with them, mm-hmm. but like, I I just don't see who thought that this like, if this was four years ago, yeah, I could see this team being good mm-hmm. minus Finn because you know they were pretty much in their prime, but yeah. like, but no, I just. Like it's just not fun to watch them. Like, it's not like they're Golden Guardians, right? These are all players that went to Worlds, even Finn, mm-hmm. and they just—they're not producing. Uh, I, I, I mean, they can't—they can't be feeling proud of themselves with this record. A lot of people thought, I thought they were going to be better than Immortals at least, like with the veteran leadership. But I don't know if they're just not playing as a team or I don't know because you would think on paper they have a better team than Immortals and even Dig, right? But yet Dig Dig and Immortals are playing better than them. So it's just really boggling. Like I thought with this roster that these players would have said to themselves, they would have gave themselves like a little challenge and say, you know what? All these other orgs, didn't want to keep me as their ADC, their support or whatever jungler, but we're going to, you know, I was going to, we're going to show them. And (laughs) I feel feel like something's off because like, you can't tell me that Rays and destiny are better than smoothie and, and, uh, like if they were really playing their hearts out, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't see it here with CLG is there's nothing really to their roster outside of just veterans and Finn, who's only been playing competitively for like maybe a year and some change. Three years now. Three years because he was in like Academy for a little bit or like ERLs. And then he got picked up by the Rogue Academy team and then he got promoted to their LEC roster. Then he came to CLG. It's like I don't really know because it just depends on how people look at like CLG, you know, because they're not really an exciting team to watch. And they're a team where, you know, if it, it feels like they know how to play the game, but they're the caliber of players they have are just that much worse than everyone else. It doesn't really matter. You know, it's one of these things where like, it doesn't really matter if you know how to play the game. If you're just that much worse compared to everyone else, it doesn't really matter though, because like they sh- they on paper have a better ro- uh, roster than IMT, Dig, and Golden Guardians and FlyQuest. So that's like the four bottom teams right there: IMT, FlyQuest, Dig, and Golden Guardians. So that would automatically put them near like seventh or sixth, right? But outside yeah. of that, are you really taking CLG outside of like Evil Geniuses? You know. No. Uh, Team Liquid, 100 Thieves, Cloud9, TSM. Not really, you know? 
I no, just don't really ever see them doing well. Like, even when Cloud9 was struggling, they didn't lose to CLG. One of the wins that Cloud9 got this split was with King on the roster. And that was a decently close game where CLG probably should have won that game, but they still couldn't even close that out, you know? They legitimately couldn't even beat Cloud9 when they had King, which is when everyone was pretty much beating Cloud9, you know? Right. Like, that. that's just how, like, I see CLG. They're just not really that good. Like, they had that week where they went 3-0. and zero. I was really happy about that, you know? I'm glad it, uh, they decided to get a play style that could somewhat decently work. But as we talked about before, the reason why that's not going to work long term is because they're they're inherently playing weaker champions to fix issues they can't obviously fix on right now, which is like the reason why you obviously uh, play these weaker champions is because you're trying to surprise your opponent. Like sometimes um, even during um, have you ever played like chess or checkers or something like that, where like someone does a move that's not really in like the standard and the, it just kind of throws you off. They, they probably feel like if I just throw off my opponents like this, they won't really know how to counteract against it. It's super simple. Right. You, you just, you just pick a meta composition that does the same thing, except these meta champions are just that much better because they've been buffed recently. And the CLG champions are going to be inherently worse because these champions are nerfed. Like there was one of the Vi clears that Broxa did where he was like 30 CS down, but he ganked top. I'm like, it's kind of negligible. You're like 30 CS down, but you ganked top faster than um, the Rumble, I think, in one of the games. It doesn't matter, though. You know, it just automatically didn't really mean anything because they still lost the game. So that's pretty much it, you know, with CLG. I don't really think they'll be doing much this year. Hopefully with this uh, new guy coming in, there's going to be a change in CLG where the whole organization as CLG for, like, um, just esports in general, you know, needs a makeover. But for the League of Legends spot in particular, they need a makeover in, like, every area. Like, what is CLG's brand? What does CLG stand for now? What is CLG's end goal? How are they gaining fans? What are they doing to interact with their fans? Most of the time I see them interact with their fans, it's just like, hey, we're fighting this team at this time. Oh, yeah, we lost. Uh, thank you for your support. Like, God damn. <laughs> like, what is that half the time, you know? Like, right. I just can't really get into that, you know? Uh, honestly, there's no branding. It's not even about personalities. They have players with personalities like Broxa and Finn, Wild Turtle, and Smoothie. But they're, they're, and there's no series based around these guys, you know, like, I've always said this, you know how there's, like, a TSM Legends on, on Cloud9, like, Team Liquid has, like, Squad, Hunter Thieves has the Heist, where is that for, like, EG? Where's that for Golden Guardians? Where's that for Immortals? Where's that for Dignitas? Where's that for fucking, um, what's the other team I'm not thinking about? Um, yeah, FlyQuest, right? Where's that series for them? And, like, I know people said, you know, uh, how useful is that uh, be, if the views aren't there, that's not true. If the views aren't there, like your team would have to be popular for views to really be like that for your team. But it's not about the views. The reason why those series are really good, and the reason why TSM, Cloud9, 100 Thieves, and Team Team Liquid still do them is because they give the fans a chance to connect with these players in a different, um, outside. How how would you say? It gives you a chance to connect with these players in a way that you can't connect with them on average through other means, right? It's just another way of producing content that makes fans want to be excited to watch your team, 
You know, like right. why is anybody watching any of these bottom tier table teams games? If your players don't have any type of content that shows off who they are, like there's even specific episodes in TSM legends that I watched recently where they just talked about sword art, his career, right? right. Where's that for CLG? Like, there's a reason why that kind of content still needs to exist in the league. Doesn't matter about the views. Who fucking cares about the views? And let's be honest here. Even at the lowest views, it's going to be probably like a thousand views. Okay, that's still not that bad. You're a bottom of, of the table LCS org. You probably put in like no work into branding. So your views aren't going to be like exponential anyway. You know, that's my thing. I don't really know why people always bring up. Well, the views are always really low on golden guardians imt uh fly quests league of legends content because they haven't built up the players <laughs> yeah there's no there's no real like fa- uh fan there's no real hype or anything like that yeah so. there's just not really anything there though you know um outside of that the whole cloud nine versus tsm rivalry uh that the replay files did i thought was just like to me, pretty uh, disingenuous because there's there was just so much missing there because they only talked about that LCS 2014 summer split where where Wild Turtle got that crit off uh, on, on Sneaky and they obviously lost the team fight, right? But there's so much more after that though, like the double lift Lucian uh, outplay in the 2016 summer uh, finals. You had the uh, Jensen Echo Zonias, but they did that this week so that was kind of made up for that um you also have the time where cloud nine beat tsm to make it to the finals against team liquid that one year in 2018 but they got three zeroed the mythy zven uh time on tsm where you know cloud nine stopped tsm from going to worlds for the first time then later on two years later you had the team where tsm stops cloud nine for going to the worlds for the first time ever there's just so much stuff that was missing from that you know there's just there was so much it was basically for that, like, Cloud9 finally beating TSM after, like, so many years. Because, like, what people didn't know, you know how there was that golden, the golden glue uh, Sven Skarin, uh roster uh, yeah. in, in during 2018 summer? People need to realize, but outside of that best of five where TSM, uh, for that, for Cloud9 versus TSM, Cloud9 hadn't beaten TSM in a best of five since, like, 2014. Like, it had been like legitimately four years since Cloud9 had actually defeated TSM in a best of five before that 2018 year, you know? And in 2019, it didn't really matter because TSM ended up beating Cloud9 in that um that spring split um semifinals matchup, you know? So that ended up being like Nick like you know, the rival just has had so many different phases all the time like one time cloud nine's on top and then tsm's on top for a little bit you know i just feel like the replay files did that just very very disingenuous that's a really great thing for the lcs that you just can't just put out and throw out one match with one narrative behind it because you know that's not going to really capture the essence of why the rivalry is fun the reason why the rivalry is fun and always exciting is because cloud nine originally came into the league stopping everyone and they took over TSM's throne as the best in the league, you know? It was automatically more exciting, you know, than TSM for the CLG. It was better in every single aspect. There was always better plays. 
There was always better map rotations. There was always better outplays. There was always better hype moments. It was always more exciting to watch. Every game was a banger. Even the ones that are that are considered like stomps are always bangers in some way. Like, like there'll always be something there, you know, between Cloud9 versus TSM. I just never got that with TSM versus CLG. Cloud9 and Team Liquid is an in- interesting one. It that rivalry itself needs to build a little bit more uh for me personally, but it, it it's there. There's a good amount of rivalry between like 100 Thieves, Cloud9, Team Liquid, and TSM, you know, because I think people recently have been like, oh, you know, 100 Thieves has now entered and they've been talking, uh, but they, they've been trying to like, you know, challenge the big three. Why can't we just have a big four? What's, why can't we just have a big four? Yeah, it'd be yeah. nice. It'd be nice. Um, I mean, I, you kind of eating on a dead horse, not saying that what you're saying is facts. It's just like something has to happen from the top of management mm-hmm. because, like, there's no way, like, how do Immortals was looking like a joke team, but now they're looking like a mid-tier team right now, which mm-hmm. is not bad. That's that's how you, that's how you build up. You start off, you know, like Rogue was pretty bad in the beginning. Now Rogue is a top team. Mm-hmm in the LEC, like, you need to have, like, simple goals in mind, like, first goal, having a over 500 record, at least, or, or like, maybe going 8 and 10, that's reasonable, <laughs> right? Like, like, because it's your new team. Then next year, you're like, okay, build off of that, let's just make playoffs. Okay. Next, next year. Let's just get out the first round, and the then after that, let's see if we can um, make semifinals. Make semifinals, and then once you get there, let's see if we can get the third spot for worlds. Like mm-hmm. you know, you know, you got to give yourself these small little goals that um, you can work on. You can't just like like this, like with the whole SK thing. That was silly to think that they could make worlds with the roster they have. Not because, you know, they're not professional players, but you're in a disarray and you think you're going to make worlds? It doesn't make any sense. That's 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 really disingenuous to your fans right there. Like, like, yeah, treat, like, treat league, jungle. League, yeah, like, like league, league fans aren't like fucking brain dead casuals for movies. League fans are very engaged. Even the, the orgs that don't have a lot of fans, their fans know exactly what they should want from that organization. Like, even the fans on the SK Gaming Twitter page are like, okay, we're not making worlds with this roster. Like, if the SK Gaming fans are like, come on, what are we doing here? Like, then what are you doing? How are people on fucking Twitter able to tell you what you're doing wrong better than what you should know? You should know because you're working in the organization. You see my point there, dude? Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Ah, uh, just blows my mind sometimes how, like, you know, people just don't understand what, what to do to how to build. It's super easy how to build. Like, it takes time, though. It's not going to happen overnight, though. You know, even with Dignitas, I think they had something where they wanted to be the NA team with no imports, which I think it's kind of silly because, you know, I think import players are just better by a lot of stretch, you know. But if they want to be a team that where it's just going to be NA players from Academy getting shots, and that's good. I think there needs to be an org like that, and there's a way where that is valuable toward the league, you know. I truly think that. There's value in that but you have to be getting the best academy players you can't be pulling people like yusui i'm sorry you know if you want to give 
in a talent, the best chance they've ever had to be on a top tier, not top tier, a LCS org, right? Right. You need to pick the good players, you know? <laughs> There's a yeah. reason why that's, that that could be a good thing. You have to pick good players. If you, if you start getting bad players, it's not going to work. It's also not going to work picking a veteran LCS jungler. Why not just give that chance to someone else who's never had a chance, you know? If you really want to be this, like, NA org where you want to bring out NA talent with no imports, that's perfectly fine. Try new players then. That's how you do that. And you don't pick players. We already know what their play style is. We already know how they pretty much function in game, and we know what they're going to contribute to a team. Yeah, I get it. You need, like, some veteranship. But the other three positions, the other other main positions on dig, like fake audits not look that good, you know. Um, Yasui's definitely not looked that good. Acadian looks like okay. He had like that one week where he looked okay when Dig were on their winning streak. Aphromo and Neo are still the best part about Dig. But I just don't get what what is Dig's branding, dude? What does Dig do? <laughs> you know? What is Dignitas' end goal? Uh, they are looking just, I think they're just looking to get mm-hmm. back to being, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a good NA team and then figure out from there. <laughs> uh, I have <laughs> they, no idea. I'm, I'm being really, I really don't know. They want to be the org where, um, they want to bring in like NA talent though. That's cool. But like, that's only going to get you so far though. So there's, there's going to be a, a, a period in time where like having just NA players is going to bite them in the ass because orgs with like imports generally do better you know TSM was at the top of the league for a very very long time because they had Bjergsen you know because Bjergsen was pretty good right Right. if they ever want to be a top LCS organization maybe branding yourself as just an NA team is not going to be good because at a certain point if you want to be on the next level you have to eventually get an import that's at least somewhat serviceable and good enough to challenge the top of the table in some shape or fashion, right? There's no way that's going to happen with Yusui. I'm sorry. And maybe there is a player in Academy like that. Then give him that chance then. Because I don't see that with Yusui, and I don't see that with Fake God, and I don't see that with Akkadian. The bot lane is fine. I just don't see that with their uh, top jungle and mid laner i just don't see it and if they want to ever be considered a organization that's at least even on evil geniuses level you're gonna have to not have a lot of na players i'm sorry dude some of the na players just suck there's a reason why orcs import some of the players are just not good even if you develop them even if you give them resources they're just not good you know it's something that you just have to kind of fat like face and factor in sometimes some of these guys just really aren't that good and that's okay that's fine but don't be like, hey, we're going to be doing really all these amazing things when we know you're not, you know? It's fine to give, give these players a chance. This is their livelihood. That's fine, you know? But if Dig want to be in the big boy leagues, these NA players aren't going to cut it, though. Like, Cloud9 only has, quote-unquote, the one NA player in, oh, sorry, two, Vulcan and Blabber. You know, TSM doesn't really have an NA player, do they, besides Spica? You know? Uh- yeah, Spica's the only one. I mean, their team is basically, uh, I mean, Huni is an NA resident now, so. Yeah. Well, they, you they, look at all of the top orgs, right? How many NA players are really on those orgs? And I know people have brought up this discussion before. 
you know, we're like, um, you know, there, there should be more players in, in a given a chance, but that doesn't bring you success though. And I don't, and I know people are going to go, how do you know that though? Like, cause my friend said, if I gave you a bronze replay and I gave you a gold replay, you couldn't tell the difference. That's not the point. The point is you can tell through the standings in most splits, the orgs that have the imports always do better. That's the point. We can look at the standings right now and see the teams with the most NA players are at the bottom of the table and the teams that have imports are not. It's it's not about whether or not we can see the game from a certain level. That's that's not that's an intangible you can't factor in, right? But what I can tell is there are orgs that have imports that do way better than orgs without imports. That that much we know. Now whether or not people want to go, "Oh, is that right or wrong? Doesn't matter though. This is about winning. This is about getting trophies. This is about going to worlds and potentially doing well at worlds, you know? And it's shown that having more NA players doesn't fulfill that. You know? Golden Guardians and Dig, FlyQuest, and um Golden Guardians, Dig, FlyQuest, and IMT have more NA players than the top orgs. Now, are those orgs at first place or at least third? No. EG no. has one. EG has one. That's Danny. But he's pretty good. He's actually see they show someone good. Danny's actually a pretty solid player. I, I'm I'm really happy he's been performing pretty well. You know, but even evil geniuses have quote unquote technically four imports. Most of the top teams are all imported though. Like a team like Gold, Golden Guardians, obviously, you know isn't even doing well. They're mostly all, they're literally all NA players, except, well, they had Newbie, and then now, obviously, he's on their academy team. So, I just don't really get this whole, like, we're an NA team. Good. You just automatically told me you're going to be fifth place forever. Or maybe sixth, give or take. Now, there, now there was the period point in time, you know, like earlier well, this year, where they well, were doing really well with Dardock, but then they took away Dardock. So, well, I mean, remember back in the day, though, um, before Jensen came, I mean, C9 was in the in the heyday. Was an mm-hmm. NA team though. It was a full, almost like this is before like a ton of more imports came into the league though. Also right, too, right? Like it was was Medios High Pinky, Balls, Pinky, Balls yeah. uh, <laughs> Smoothie. Um, before wait, who did, did Sneaky have it was a elimination? It was elimination. Lemon, yeah, lemon. Yeah, so they they were an NA team that was doing really good. They had it in that 2016 year too. Remember, they had um, the first roster was Balls High, Rush, Jensen, Sneaky. That's still three out of three of the players are still NA, which is not that bad, right? Uh, right. In the summer of that year, you had Medios, Bunny, Fufu, Smoothie, Sneaky. It, there was still something there, you know. I, I'm not saying that having NA players could potentially not get you there. We just saw this year with dig they almost got second place lat like last split even though you said that was that was pretty much a fluke you know yeah. they almost got second place though a few more wins go their way they're in second place actually or fighting for a second place finish right but that was when they had one of the best junglers in the league in dardock though and they had that this split and they got rid of him and i'm like okay you know and you know dardock who knows dude maybe if he was toxic whatever dude i would have just stuck out with, with it until the end of the year, and then kick him. Like, why sabotage your season right now? Is, is what he's doing really that bad? Because they've clearly been dealing with it since last year at some, you know, type of capacity. But 
you know, the last thing I want to talk about before we get into the teams is um, uh, the rivalry between Jensen and Bjergsen that got brought up because of the uh, Zonia's Hourglass moment that is always going to haunt Jensen. But it's so funny to talk about. Because, you know, having spoken to Jensen myself when I went to the LCS that time that I did, it's actually a really, really smart player. It's actually really good. Now, what people always get wrong with me, dude, is that I've never, ever discredited Bjergsen. I've always praised Bjergsen. I just personally always thought that Jensen was better most of the time. It's not to say Bjergsen isn't good either. I, and I think it's he's slightly better. It's not like a big gap of Jensen to me is like uh like an eight. Then Bjergsen is like a 7.99. You know, it's not that big of a difference though. It's just in terms of like a lot of the narratives that Bjergsen got, Jensen never got. Remember there was a split where Bjergsen had legitimately worse players than all of him? Like, and then he got praised for that. And I'm thinking to myself, when I was Jensen, no one ever cared. No one ever gave him the same respect that Bjergsen got. Well, Bjergsen's now carrying his team with much worse players. Jensen did the same thing for like three years when TSM had like superstars in every single position, you know? But right. where's, the, where's the level of like consistency in that? And most of the time, TSM did better because they, they, they just legitimately had the better players in a lot of their positions, right? Like, it, it was just a point where they were always going to win because they had better players, you know? Now, contrast it with Jensen, and the reason why he explained he left Cloud9 was because you just have to be realistic with your situation. Like, I understood why he left Cloud9. They weren't ever winning with him. They had good worlds once, which is fine, but he, I think if he had ever won a title, he would have stayed with Cloud9 as long as Bjergsen did, you know, for TSM. You know, but he never won a domestic trophy, but he always did well at Worlds, which is fine, you know? And it's one of those things where some players are, are a little bit different with that. Maybe doing well at Worlds will change how you feel about a domestic title. But just there were so many things about Bjergsen and Jensen that I feel like was just so disingenuous with a lot of the community and how they think about Jensen, though. Because one guy told me, dude, he was like, well, Jensen never respected Bjergsen, and that's the reason why he always lost to him. Not true. He, that he, was, he didn't always lose to him. That's just not true. Because in... That semifinals matchup in 2018, Jensen got the better of Bjergsen. Then he knocked Bjergsen out of going to Worlds for the first time. Then, that, that after that, when he went to Team Liquid, he also beat Bjergsen again. And he also beat Cloud9 again, taking two titles. So Jensen has two and eight titles, the lock-in one, the multiple top eight world finishes, the semifinals world finish, and the MSI 2019 finals finish. Then last year, his team almost got out of group stage if they had gotten an extra game because they also lost to um, Machi Machi, you know, like I, I don't ever discredit Bjergsen and what he did for NA, you know, obviously, but to me, like people always talk about world accolades and what you do on the international states. Bjergsen just doesn't really have any, you know, that's just from my point of view. And I know like how, how can really anybody debate like having world accolades over having NA titles though? Because most people don't even care about NA titles, though. Most people think they're trash or not worth I mean, it. Bjergsen yeah. has, the, has that one IEM title, I guess. <laughs> There's the top eight of Worlds finish in Worlds 2014. Yeah. Does <laughs> that, that count? <laughs> I guess that counts. I, I have I, – I, I, I don't know. What do you think about the Jensen versus Bjergsen thing? I, I, I think it's, like, not as black and white as people always make it out to be. Oh, Bjergsen's just better. Yeah, let's just discredit world finishes, international finishes. Let's just discredit. Oh my, you fucking stupid! Oh god. I think, I think if Jensen had like two more titles, then 
the arguments is like heavily favors Jensen. Mm -hmm. But because like of I guess Bjerks okay, it's not I think also what Bjergsen brought to the NA was like he bought he he emphasized the brand of like TSM mm -hmm. after Dyrus. Whereas Jensen he was kinda like second I wouldn't say second fiddle to Sneaky, mm -hmm. but when you think of Cloud Nine, people still think of Sneaky. They don't think of Yeah, Jensen. he never he never took over that franchise player oh. type position role. True but he also carried them for a while though. Like generally when most average fans think of Cloud Nine back then it was just Sneaky. But Sneaky wasn't really carrying them like that though. It was Jensen. He carried them for a very long time though. That's why the fans were always. That's why the fans got mad when he left because it was like we just, we just kind of lost the best player in the league to the other rival, you know. And then Club Nine got Niski, and then you know, obviously that went an interesting direction, you know. And I never really cared for if Jensen brought home titles because like most people only care about worlds anyway, you know. So what really matters to someone like Worlds or LCS? I mean, pretty sure Worlds matters more than winning anything here, you know. And it always depends on the split and which we are talking about and which narratives go into that split and which roster these guys have. You know, I just don't think it's a big gap between them at all. You know, like Bjergsen always played better when he's when he was facing Jensen, and vice versa too. You always got the best out of both of them when you always saw them play against each other. Like, you know Jensen always tried harder against Bjergsen, and you know Bjergsen always tried harder against Jensen. You know, I, I, I think it was our, um, I think it was the LCS equivalent of having a um, Peyton Manning versus uh, Tom Brady situation, though. You know, Tom Brady has more accolades, but Peyton Manning also isn't bad himself either. You know, it's like a point A, point B. I, I, I don't think one's better. It, it's just like, maybe it's a, Point A to point B situation, though, you know? Because I think oh, yeah. both players did well for NA. Like, Jensen did the best for NA ever had in the mid laner. Bjergsen changed how NA's been for, you know, years. Bjergsen literally came in and changed how NA thought of mid lane as a whole. That's pretty, that's pretty good in my own personal opinion, though. He was, like, the first import that proved that importing can work, though, and you can bring in a, a good player, actually, you know? I, I, I I think um, Jensen will go down as probably. Oh God, NA. sorry, you messing up. What happened? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Jensen will probably go down as once his career is over as probably mm -hmm. one of the best NA players. <clears throat> Has to be, you know. Um, it, it just sucks that Bjergsen retired though. I would have loved to see more Bjergsen versus Jensen battles because those are always those are always the most. Fun, I think I've had watching a no, new match. Don't. No, Come on, man. Because I can't wait. Hey, man. I just can't wait to see Jensen smack around Bjergsen some more if Bjergsen ever came, comes back into the league. But no, it's just kind of bittersweet because the last time they played against each other, Bjergsen did win. And TL threw that series so hard. I was watching literally live throwing on my screen. But, you know, it's one of those things where, like, people people can say whatever they want, obviously. You know, but I, I'm, I made sure because I watched those splits. I have the facts. You know, I have the stats to back up a lot of what I have to say. Because most of the Bjergsen fans go, oh, I mean, he dominated NA. What does dominating NA matter? What does that matter? Please, I would love for someone to explain what the fuck that matters, dominating this disgustingly shitty region we have. I'm glad he great. Dominated NA. Great. 
proud of you. And he did. What he else? dominated. And it's great. Like the thing is, is like I think, like <laughs> I don't want to sound like a a, <laughs> a fool, but I think most NA fans are delusional if they think they're gonna like. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we're gonna win worlds, or it, it's like, come on, man, it's not. So you have to yeah. cling to something, and I and I get it. Like we're never gonna win worlds, so you have to kind of cling to what? Something. Cling to well, they they huh. cling to Bjergsen dominating NA. Like usually when it comes to Jensen versus Bjergsen, it's like we well, dominated NA. I'm like, but don't you all bitch about doing well at worlds, which is what Jensen did? Well, in 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 this one group, he got lucky because oh my god, you people are insane. <laughs> You people are crazy. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You're just grasping at bullshit, you know? And I'm glad Bjergsen's a coach now. I think he'll do a great job. He's been doing a great job. Wasn't that TSM Legends episode where he was like, um, what was that quote he had? He's like, well, the region's not good and always focus on improving. At least he was being straight up with his players, though. At least he was willing to be like, you know, straight up with how he like season A and shit like that. But, you know, just wanted to make sure I talk about that. I wanted to actually speak about that last week. Like, I just hate how people discredit Jensen and everything he ever did because Bjergsen existed. He wasn't just straight up better. He wasn't. He, he was. They literally, come on, dude. No, not even close. He was, he was slightly better. He was slightly better at like a few things. He was. Like what? Roaming? Because Bjergsen definitely never roamed better. He definitely was. wasn't even like laning better. I hate Warren's trolling me right now. I love Warren. Oh my god. Some guy was like, Well, Bjergsen won more MVPs. Okay. I'm just gonna only use this pass split as MVP. Most people uh fraud the MVP voting, actually, guys, because let's use this last split as an example. And I know I, I, I can easily dismantle this person's argument easily. So he's like, Well, why did Jensen win more MVPs? There was one split, well, was one split where Jensen had the most solo kills, right? And there was, like, one vote that didn't go his way, and he would have won. And it went to Bjergsen, or, that, or I think Doublelift that, that year, I think. I forgot. Okay? And it wasn't a player in the league. It was someone outside. Because Riot is stupid, and they let people that don't watch the league, they let outside media have a vote too, right? So one vote didn't go his way, and that's why he didn't get the MVP, right? This past split, remember... um. Power of Evil was supposed to be the first all-team pro mid laner. The reason why he didn't get that was because Riot lets outside forces vote for that, right? And that's the reason why Perks got first place. If they didn't let the outside people vote for that, Power of Evil would have gotten first all-pro mid laner. That's how you can tell that this voting is like kind of fla- flawed. That's why I have my own MVP kind of thing because I feel like we can do it a lot better. I'm not going to let some outside force dictate who's going to win all pro team first laner. The fuck? What does a, a media reporter know about league? You know, even dude, you you talked about it too. Why didn't we all agreed on the last show we used to do before this one started going up? Like, why didn't Power People win first all team pro mid laner? Like, what the fuck? That's literally biased. Yeah, people are very biased and people don't look at. He legitimately people. played better than Perks did. Uh, people don't look at the the grand scheme of things, unfortunately. So, all right. Uh. So now we we can finally get into uh, talking about uh, some of the games that happened. Uh, TSM ended up going what two, two and two one, two and one. Yeah, losing to Dig like you predicted. Uh, don't yeah. you just love losing to Dig, dude? Yeah, I, I I said I said I said it's either they <laughs> they beat the teams that they. They are supposed to be, or they 
lose to the teams they're not supposed to lose to. So as long as they beat Cloud Nine, I'm happy. <laughs> so I don't I care. I can't stand you, actually. <laughs> I just can't stand this man. Like right when we lose, he's like, "Hey, man, you got fucking destroyed." I'm um, thank you. No, I love hearing no, that. No, I, I I remember the exact message I sent in Discord. <laughs> Who won? That's all I said. I didn't I didn't say. I said Who won. Oh luck. God! Luck, yeah, luck won that game, sure. Because <laughs> you know, you know, TSM had an early game comp, but we can get into that. We can, we can get into sure. That. Let's just bring up the game. I know why they lost. I watched the game. Vulcan, uh, doing his best diamond impression to fucking give up games, right? You know, I love that shit. I love our support who level one tries to ward and then just dies, and the game's over. Some fans are like, the game wasn't as bad, dude. Uh, you know, they were in the game for a little bit. There wasn't exactly a blowout. Just don't watch League anymore. Go watch fucking competitive Apex Legends or some shit. Because you don't know what the fuck you're watching. This was pretty much... This wasn't a banger uh, game. Like, I normally... Thank you. It wasn't normally a banger (laughs) game you associate with, like, Cloud versus TSM. The one they played before this was way better uh, in terms of, like, how they're moving around the map. Guys, the game's over at this point. Here, I'll just bring it up right now. The game's over at this point. Literally, this is how you you lose games. Watch this. The game's over. Is this and, and this is not Vulcan's fall. He probably invades with he invades with no one, and it's over. The it, game's finished. I'll explain why it's over in this moment, though, for people who don't watch um league or don't understand as much. When your support dies like that, there's gonna be no lane pressure uh for the affiliates going in. Also, the reason why you lost this game is because if he dies like that, that means he automatically knows where Blabber is going to end up pathing later on during the game. Aspika uh, ended up pathing in a certain way that pretty much made Blabber ineffective, though. And then they also were getting bodied in this 2v2 consistently, you know? And then when Aphelios is that far down in terms of farm, he's pretty much useless against Callista. You, you have to bank on scaling that's the reason why they lost in that moment. It wasn't truly because of Vulcan, but then when you add in the extra gank uh, at three minutes in, the game's over. Like, I knew this game was over. Like, you, you kind of hope out that they can, you know, make, I mean, make a turn. I mean, there was a point where the scaling was starting to... Sc- was, I don't know why Cloud9 went back to 2018 type of... Let's, let's wait 29 minutes, guys, and we're going <laughs> to scale up and win. No. <laughs> That's not how. That's not how China, and that's not how even LC, LEC's playing. Like, 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 like. Look at their look at the comp, right? Like, who's their early game aggression? Nobody. Like, the competition yeah, sucks. Like, Cloud like, have been drafting no, bad. The, no, the the composition is fine, but you can't like. You already have Azir. Why do you have like Aphelios? Like Gwen's gonna scale. She's she's on she, mid to late game. She's on her. What what happened? She, mid to late game, Gwen spikes up. You got Azir for your late game. Get like get like Varus or or I well, I don't even know if it was banned. Um, oh, guess, you sound you sounding like K dot right now. What's going on with your internet? I I don't I don't know what's been going on with my internet. It's been acting up. Uh, is it the okay. mic? Or is it my internet? It's just your mic. Yeah, I think I need a new mic, so uh, I'll work on that when I get paid. Uh, um, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay, so like, look at look at their comp. Like, so like, what I mean is, okay, you got a tanky jungler. Like, if you look at the top side for both teams, relatively relatively 
even, right? Mm-hmm. Viego and uh, excuse me, Gwen Scales both together. We got Victor, we got Azir. So so far the comps are pretty even. Why do you have Aphelios though? Like I get it. Like I, <laughs> I get, provides nothing. Like he's good once you get three items, but you already have the Azir, who's gonna mm-hmm. out, like Azir's gonna outrange all of these guys. Like unless mm-hmm. Nautilus gets a hook and and Perks is in a terrible position, they should not even be touching this guy. Per like they shouldn't be touching Perks. Like so they had. I I think if you put like, I don't know, uh, like even Ziggs because that's what teams are playing in the LPL because Ziggs is basically the AP Tristana because you can Ziggs just Take towers a lot more effectively. And with the gold now, now that the second tower gives six hundred gold, even after the herald's gone, Ziggs is is gonna and and that gives you an AP option as well. So like. I just don't understand, like, I don't mind the Thresh, but again, just, just put, like, uh, I don't know, something else. <laughs> just something he just got, else. He just got bot-gapped by Lost in Sword Art. That is That that has to feel demoralizing. Like, it's no, so I, I crazy. Mean, no, it's not demoralizing for me, because I, oh. I, I want to see Lost get better and not hear every time on the broadcast, you know, Tudor's so bottling is the one that suspects suck my dick. That's like, <laughs> like okay. Like, who, what, what other bottling hasn't been suspect this entire uh, NALCS uh, uh, LCS split? Like, it's just, you know, not to be on a dead horse, the Aphilios wasn't needed. If you had, a, like, a Tristana, which is still good, or, like, Kaisa, you know, because you know what Kaisa can do? Kaisa can say, I hit somebody with W, I zoom past everybody, and I can kill um, mm-hmm. those people. And then you got the Sharima shuffle with that. You got Gwen, who can basically chew through the Nautilus and the Volley that are tanky, and even Viego. So they had a comp. Just I just didn't see the point of the Filios or the Thresh. Like, this could have been a different uh, bot lane and the win. But I mean, to 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 give credit to TSM, they also, you know, to give an unbiased like, you know, uh, look at it, the way Speaker played and to make sure that bot lane, he he took one small advantage and mm-hmm. made it a, a very big advantage because like, like you can see here like in this fight the the. The, the late game comp is starting to catch up with with them. if TSM doesn't get these drakes. What happened? If T- sure, if T- cutting out pretty bad. Oh, if TSM doesn't get these drakes and like gets these barons, C9 wins this game. I'm not silly. Like I'm I'm not gonna be stupid. The problem here, dude, is where I have with these comps is like yeah, TSM have scaling with Victor and Callista, right? But no, like no. you also Callista falls off. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, Calista falls off, but the problem here is, like, he got so far ahead early on that he was automatically going to take over the game. Literally, they they just kept diving them. Like, there's when Calista gets, like, far ahead, like how Lost is right now, all you do is just consistently keep diving. That's all you have to do. Because there's nothing that Cloud9 can do in this situation based off having a Filios that was, like, what? At one point, he was, like, 30 CS behind. I'm like, there's nothing they can do. Like, you legitimately have a 4v5. Like, Fudge... 
he played pretty well. Like, Fudge has been playing pretty well for Cloud9, you know, recently. And, like, you know, like, Cloud9 did lose uh, to TSM uh, this past week. But they did go 2-1. and one. They're starting to climb back. They're not at their uh, spring form yet, but they're working on it. It's just one of these things where, like, I even said it, you know, last week, you know, in our predictions is, um, you know, if TSM win the game, I'm not surprised. TSM are playing better at the moment, though. You know, not I'm not ever going to be delusional when it comes to that. You know, obviously rivalry is a, a thing, but, you know, uh, 100 Thieves and TSM, I did say if they obviously, um, you know, lose to uh, obviously beat Cloud9, it's fine. They're playing better right now, and I expect it, you know. I, it's just like 100 Thieves, 2-0 Cloud9 on the, on the split, and TSM, 2-0 Cloud9 on the split. But Cloud9 ended up beating yes. Team Liquid 2-0. That is, uh this is crazy, man. I wasn't a huge fan of this composition myself. I don't really see the value in Aphelios or, or Thresh together. I've always thought that was a shitty bot lane in general when people play it together. Azir, Trundle's fine. Gwent's fine. Most of it was pretty good outside of the bot lane. You know, because, like, once Nautilus hooks Aphelios, it's pretty much over, which he did. Sword Art has looked pretty good this split so far. I know a lot of people said, like, he doesn't get his $6 million of value. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Look, because, like, what you're paid dictates how well you're going to play League of Legends, right? The fuck? <laughs> you know? Power of Evil, you know, he looked really well. He's looked good most of the split, too. Like, when we were talking about putting Power of Evil as the uh, MVP of the split, I mean, I'm that that's not a bad candidate. Like you saw his chaos storms this 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 game, <laughs> those were yeah. fucking amazing. So yeah. gravity fields he was placing, those were in such great choke points where Klonic couldn't do anything. He really sorry, <sighs> that's just that's just the itis kicking in from food. Uh, he really <laughs> he really uh had a he really has been stepping his game up. That's mm-hmm. one guy I would like to see win as as much as. I like any other team. I don't mind seeing other teams win the domestic title because I would like him to win a domestic title. Like, yeah, he's, he's always been, been, he's, oh, he's always been second place. Like, even in yeah. even in EU, and it'd be nice for him to get a title. So him to finally win. I feel so bad when he loses because you know he's he holds it in so well though. He doesn't like ever break down. He doesn't ever like show emotion. But you know that that shit hurts when he's always losing. And he's always lost because the other teams have legitimately just had better players, though. It's not because of him. You know, it's always because he's normally the superstar of, like, most of his teams. And the teams he's always been on uh, up until recently, like, which is this, where he kind of has, you know, been the star player for the team. But, like, even when he was on FlyQuest and CLG, you know they weren't ever going to win titles with those rosters. We knew going in. But the fact that they made finals and did well as they did, well, they only did well because of him. Like, look at those orgs. Outside of um, Power of Evil, when he he left, they became trash. FlyQuest became trash when he left. CLG became trash when he left. You know, Optic became the, the no longer exist. Warren always just throws in shade, no matter where you can get the shade, y'all. He'll always just throw it in. I yeah, I I just you see some light, it becomes darkness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, don't you just love darkness? Don't don't I well for you date black women, don't you actually? Uh I date all types of genres. That's as much <laughs> as I will say. <laughs> all types of genres. Okay. Okay. All genres. You date uh, LCS LCS women? You date Ovley or La Tigress? 
I'll date either one of them. They look, <laughs> the, <laughs> one the blind thick, guys. He's like, I would never date those women. Lithicris and Lithicris. <laughs> I, I definitely would. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, Olivia. Uh, yeah, sure, Olivia. I call her Olivia. I don't call her Avili. So olive, olive juice. Oh. Uh, but I think to you, you know, I really wish. You know, part of me wants to say, can I wish NA had like four. Four spots at Worlds, but like it, it's looking like it's looking it's it's looking like a hundred thieves is going to uh, definitely look like they're definitely getting a world spot. Like, and so who do so like the Marty's in the finals, man. Called it. They're gonna be in the finals. I, I don't know about win the finals. finals. They might not win the finals, but they'll be in the finals. I'm sticking by that. I'm sticking by it. Aren't you a C9 fan? Shouldn't you say C9? Yeah, of course. In the of course. You know, be in the finals with them. And then they'll win their fifth title, actually. Five trophies, all in a circle. But, I mean, I, like, oh, man, like, it's hard. It, it's hard to say which three teams. Like, last year, you know, you knew it was, like, it was Cloud9 first, and then most people were saying TL, and it was between FlyQuest and... TSM, but then that changed with TSM did that miracle yeah. run. And Cloud9 which, fell apart, and then Flatwood was, got the spot, yeah. Which I was a part of, and felt good that Cloud9 was Thank on you. the couch. Thank you. you. I don't Thank care. You. We went, I don't even care that we went 0-6. As long as Cloud9 didn't make Worlds, I was I was fine with that. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, hate, I, I hate your very existence on this planet. <laughs> and the fact that, <laughs> the fact that TSM lost in the first round, to come back to win the whole thing, that's just yeah. magical. I know Dublev talked about that. He was like, well, if you did it on stage, that would have been so hyped. But, I mean, you still did it. doesn't really matter where you did it. You still did it in general. Like, it's still a good thing to have in general. Like, uh, like the top teams right now, which would be TSM and 100 Thieves, which is pretty much the top team so far. Hopefully, Cloud9 can play a bit better. I, I think Cloud9 can still be in, in your big TSM is, I don't think TSM – I think TSM is a good best of one team. They like uh, they no need to, the best of fives so far. Like, I think they need to. I hope that the sports psychologist that they had mm-hmm. and they have. Oh my god, I must be really tired. Uh, old age. Uh, <laughs> um, it's crazy, guys. It's uh, nuts. <laughs> uh, the the um. The, I think remember when they lost that in the spring split the. The, I think their mental um, wasn't really good going into like those games against Team Liquid and when they first went up against them. Like I feel like if they won that first game, they would have been better. Um, but what I the one thing I've seen they've improved is mm-hmm. they know either they've had games where they knew their win condition or they came back. Which is you're gonna need that. Um, look at, and we're gonna talk about it later. Look at how G two got slain this week. So blew my mind, dude. <laughs> hey, watch, I just I was that one white guy meme of him just sweating. I was just like that the whole time. I'm like going, what the fuck did I just watch? Holy shit! I watched that back because I couldn't watch it live because I was at work. I was like, let me watch this game because you talked about. It. I was like, let's watch this game. I was like, okay, okay. it was a banger. It sure was a banger. Sure was. That that is one of the games that'll go down history as like a legitimate what the fuck. Like what the fuck was that? You know. But 
100 Thieves uh, continue to dominate the LCS. As Kobe said on the analyst desk, they are legendary. An 8-0 winning streak for 100 Thieves. Uh, they are the best team in the league at, at this current moment in time during the LCS 2021 summer split. They have a they literally 24-9. and nine. They, they, they haven't lost a game since losing to CLG. Remember the last time they lost was against CLG in that upset. For that one week where COG went three and zero, you know, 100 Thieves has looked pretty good so far. Uh, I think Closer is the best jungler right now in the league. I don't think it's, uh, or, or Spica, you know, Spica and Closer have been the best junglers in the league so far. Because I, I know people talked about Blabber. Blabber ran it down for five weeks straight. That he, There's no way you'll be the best jungler in, in the league for this split for me if you ran it down for five weeks. Like, come on, what the fuck? He ran it down for legitimately five weeks. Now, he's look, he's been looking better recently, but... And oh my god, he actually missed. He missed that, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, kill myself. Like, I, I, you know how Warren feels about pole belter. You know, Warren oh. pole belter should be retiring. That guy's a that guy is a criminal and a you terrorist. See the, you see that? You see the Syndra miss? That that should be a crime against humanity. Missing that. He's lucky Syndra can do her fucking Q random and like other places where I can make up for that. But a hundred thieves continue to dominate. Um. The LCS, like, and, and it's the thing with, with with the Reaper squads, like I talked about before, the Reaper squads always do really well in the regular season. I just want to see how they're going to play in a best of five. You know, they're doing really good right now. What if they get 3 0 in a best of five? But there's a, there's a loser bracket, remember? So they might be able to make a huge comeback. But it, yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. I don't know, you know, how they're going to fare in a best of five because 100 Thieves last split did terrible in best of fives. Like, they look like they had no adaptation. They look like they didn't even know what to really do outside of uh, uh, in, well, in the game. Well, was it really okay? Like, I feel like I really hope that they're. I really hope that they that this eight game winning. Like, I'm not sure if teams just haven't figured them out yet. Like, I feel like this hundred thieves team think they're G two of, and it's like. Hold your horses, bro. Don't you do? I know because I know for a fact closer mm -hmm. wouldn't do like Lee Sin bot against against Damwon or against uh you know FPX. His ass would get destroyed. So not closer <laughs> FBI. He wouldn't do that nonsense. So slow your roll, kid. Like you know, eat your koala, your barbecue koala before you start doing stuff like that. Like they need to. Calm down. I get it that they're show like they're showing that they are very flexible, which is good. Like I'm not I'm not against that. That's definitely what I'm not saying, but it's like I wanna see you run that against top tier teams. And if you could pull it off against a top tier team, you know what? You shut me up, I'm good. But like wasn't it against the mortals they did the FB they did the Lee bot? It's like no, um did this week the game people talked about this week that that got them thinking about um Hundred Thieves is what LS put out about um Hundred Thieves. It was the Team Liquid game. Now when I watched this game back, obviously not through highlights because I watched this stuff through VODs before, before the shows, there was a moment in time where I'm thinking to myself, shouldn't this game be a lot more easily winnable? They were winning this game to a certain extent. And then they automatically were like, like weren't winning it, but it wasn't in a way that I thought was bad. You know, I think I didn't think like the way they were losing the game was bad. So it's just always going to be moments in League of Legends games where it just looks like a team could make a comeback, but it really doesn't matter when you have a team fight, though. You know, I didn't really get the criticism of the game. 
unless I'm just not smart at the game, or do I look You're at the not. game a certain different way? Thank you, Warren. It's, it's always great to have you. You're welcome. But, like, I didn't really get why people were really criticizing them. They they were handily winning most of the game, and then they made, like, one mistake, and people were like, no, nope, nope, see, that's the reason why they're not good. It's like <laughs> every team in it on this earth makes mistakes. RNG, damn one, T1. Oh, I'm not talking about RNG right now. They're so, so yeah, bad. They're so bad, dude. They're, they're one so in five bad. right now. They're breaking so my bad. Heart. It broke my heart, man. Oh my god! I don't know what they they seem to have the worst MSI fatigue out of the major region teams for some reason. But that's another story. Like but. I don't really get the criticism of the game. Like I, I get it, team. But that's how you get back into games, though. Teams have to make those kind of uh, split decisions where they try to get back into into the game. If they work, they look good. If they don't work, it's fine. I don't. I, I just didn't get the criticism. It, it, like, the, people, people act like – people always say, well, NA teams do nothing to kind of get back into the game. They just kind of sit around doing nothing. Team Liquid tried to get back into the game, and it worked for, like, five minutes. But there was no point in this game 100 Thieves were ever going to lose this game. Let's be honest here. Were they ever going to lose this game? No. It wasn't – Jensen played really well this game on LeBlanc, and that's pretty much it. You know, Team Liquid – what do you think about Team Liquid, dude? They, they, they kind of suck. Let's talk about Team Liquid. They uh, no, suck. they don't. They don't suck. They just need Alfari back. Yes, Jenkins is not good. I told people this, and I'm standing by this, and I know I was telling the truth. Jenkins has looked dog shit outside of playing anything out of Kali. He has went negative in lane with gank. This game, he went. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at this shit. Look at this uh, atrocity. This is a blatant game, just wreckage. This man is doing to his team right here. Uh, let me show you guys right now when they pull up the scoreboard for this game. This man has went literally negative in a lot of his lanes outside of playing Nadakali. Look at this. This man went zero and f- like one and five this game. He was zero and five before this. I mean, Remember, to be he's fair, he's going really he's going he's going up against someday. So like, like I, I'm not gonna excuse that, but you know, like the thing is, okay, so. I look at good. I look at their I look at their team and like I just I don't I don't think who he is a world class support. Like I think he's a good NA support. Like mm-hmm. people people forget who he was a mid laner for CLG for like God knows how many years and he he used to be the mid laner for a hundred thieves. Did people forget <laughs> that's that? That's crazy, before, man. B- before so crazy we... how he was he was their mid laner and <laughs> played so bad, and now he's their support. That is just so weird. I don't know how that works. No, he was crazy. He was there, and then he made a role swap to support since from mid, and then like because remember he was remember who he was known for his Aurelian soul. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so weird. Like people say you you can never win anything uh with uh who he but CLG won with who he though. It was just that we knew who he wasn't that good as a mid laner, though. You know, he just wasn't a good mid laner. He was an average mid laner that was always at like peak, like the fourth best mid laner. Which I don't think is bad, but like you don't I don't know. It, it just always was he was an interesting mid laner to watch. He wasn't really that good at it. I think he's better at support. He just doesn't really have the accolades as a support yet. To truly, I don't. I don't, see him, with, I don't. I don't see him beating like a a Mickey X or a Hillisang in the lane. I don't see him uh, going up against like you know 
Vander. No barrel or 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 um or uh, effort or or or, or, or is it it's on no, shit no, sandbox? No, live, no. Live I, trash? Mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> life. I, I don't. I don't see who he you're matched coming, up oh, against. He's coming, Mister Krabs again. Oh uh, Jesus Christ! I'm gonna have to get a mic ASAP. Um, I don't see that know, happening like, against Mickey. Oh, well, he's not playing that good right now either. How about um? God damn. Um. The best support to EU right now would be around um, Trimby. Vander, Trimby. Hillisang. Hillisang, yeah. And Ka- fucking, Kaiser, uh, Kaiser, Kaiser's still been playing good, though. Kaiser's been playing good. You also have, uh, for, like, yeah, LCK, you have the guy. Who's the who's the support? I'm fucking uh, Team 1. I forgot his name. Um, God, Kyrie? Right? Yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie. He's been playing really well. Like, like, like Barrels looked solid you know like I, I just i don't know like i have to see these international games first to really judge it but i think he'll do fine but it, it's hard to really judge without actually seeing a play up, up against them 400 thieves right now they continue to dominate the lcs they are in an eight game winning streak who's gonna stop them Who knows? golden guardians golden guardians will stop them really it's team always Liquid it's always the team them. It's always a team out of nowhere that takes off that makes them go that makes them break their streak. Yeah, and, and dude, it's one of these things where like I I am, am fully bought into hopefully 100 Thieves winning because they they've tried so hard to do well in the LCS and they finally have this grasp where they're in the league and they're considered a big org, you know, and they've always been big outside of League of Legends. And, I, and I'm really glad that we got them with the whole franchising thing. I think that's been the best part about the franchising system is 100 Thieves where they came into the league. But there were there were moments where they they weren't also good either. They're making like joke rosters too. But they learned from that and they're like, wait a minute, to do well, we're going to have to have an import that's good enough to challenge these mid laners because, you know, they had Ryoma last split in and DeMonte and that didn't work out too well. You know, I, I love how Papa Smithy was on the desk and he didn't want to throw shade at, Demonte or, or Ryoma because he knew they weren't that good, you know. And they only made one roster change. They made one roster change, and you saw the reason why they did very well. That one roster change completely changed them, and they're now at you know first place, dominating the league so far. Uh, but yeah, there is the big matchup next week: uh, TSM versus the Hundred Thieves. Another rivalry matchup. I love rivalry weeks, man. Shit is epic as fuck. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, we're we're gonna predict for the LCS, and then we'll get to talking about the G two versus Mid Misfits game. Actually, let me pull up uh, League Pedia so we can predict them for for the matches, and then we will talk about uh, the LEC, the only game for the LEC. Because I want to save our LEC talk for the recap. Because I there's only one LEC game anybody cares about this week. That was the G two Misfits one. Because like, um, there's some good games. Uh, LEC Fnatic. sucks, you know. LEC is an Fnatic. inferior region, actually. Fnatic, Fnatic is leveling up, which is good. Fanatic is trash, you know? And SK Gaming suck. And EU is an inferior region. That's where Nerdman comes from, you know? <laughs> That's the only time I would want to be from EU is for, for League of Legends. Yeah, no, thank what you, is- European Union. I mean, they have Queen Elizabeth, right? Does that count? That's England. <laughs> That's not the... the- Anyway, please show the video. You give up. You make a, you're making people embarrassing our education system. <laughs> oh my god. Well, now since Cloud9 has played up against Team Liquid twice, TSM twice, and 100 Thieves twice, they don't really have any more big matches outside of like 
EG potentially is their other big match, but that's not really a big match though. Like, didn't they beat EG the last time? So the match is coming up. Yeah, the the matches for week six of the LCS 2021 summer split are right here. The biggest game <sighs> is going to be 100 Thieves versus TSM on Sunday, the match of the week right here. Every other game is pretty tamed. Oh, but but you got to have the best rivalry in the LCS history, TSM versus CLG. Warren, how do you feel about that? This game's gonna, oh, How fast uh, will this game end? Well, uh, yeah, so TSM, we don't need it. TSM is, is going to win. I got C9 because... I think FlyQuest is a garbage dork since they got rid of all their players. FlyQuest is done. They 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 are you know hundred these are on an eight game winning streak. FlyQuest are like a ten game losing streak. Complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. Um. So I got TSM C nine. Um. One hundred these. Uh. Wow. The, the INTEG is really tough. Mm-hmm. Uh. My my gut I, wants to say EG, but then it's like IMT could easily beat them too. I'm gonna go with EG. Uh, TL, if they have Alfari for sure, TL but still TL. Uh, that's what I got for the for for Friday. For Friday, I have TSM, C9, 100 Thieves. Um, this one I'll give it to EG. EG also had a three game winning streak as well. Uh, Team Liquid versus Dig. I think Team Liquid could use this Dig game to bounce back. I'll say Team Liquid. Saturday, these are some jank games, actually. TSM, Team Liquid, oh. 100 Thieves, Cloud9, and fuck it, CLG. <laughs> all these games don't matter at all. You you could predict dog shit on this day. It really wouldn't matter. Like, Sunday, Team Liquid, IMT, the match of the week right there. Who wins the match of the week? TSM versus 100 Thieves. This is going to be oh, pretty spicy. Oh, you, oh, you know. You know I'm, TSM, baby. Let's go. TSM, baby. Let's go. No, no, dude. Valky, Valkyrie is going to come on stage and carry 100 Thieves. Right? No. no I, you okay. No. Okay. I think I think TSM is going to figure out 100 Thieves and it's going to give them their first. EG could give them their first loss, too, because they, I think. I really think Danny is can can gap FBI. Mm-hmm. I really think so. Um, oh, I didn't even give you the predictions for Saturday. So yeah, TSM, TL, one. T- I'm gonna go left field and say EG because I think they're gonna get their first upset. C nine. Man, I'll just say Fly Quest because I feel bad for them. <laughs> I feel bad for FlyQuest. <laughs> you sound like a dude that takes on a girl that you know will never get, have any sex, but just because. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Warren is so nice, guys. Warren is such a nice person, man. I'm, I'm, it, a, dude. I'm, I'm, My I'm, League I'm, of Legends co-host is so nice, dude. Warren, I, I, I could see you planting trees in New York to give you guys more green out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I would never plant trees. This planet's dead anyway. Um, So... Uh, Sunday, um, TL, IMT, because they're looking much better, TSM, D9, and I'll say Dig. Like, uh, when, when we're looking at TSM versus 100 Thieves for the match of the week, would you say Spika and Huni are one of the best top jungle duels in the, in the league for this split so far? 
Yeah, and it seems they've like they've been playing really well. Actually, they've been getting no credit, dude. They played really well so far. Honestly, I feel like I feel like Huni hasn't like is still playing like aggressive, but he is paying attention to the map better and not getting like killed in lane. And he, so, he, you, you he, Mr. you Mr. Crabbing yourself again. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Mike, I, I, I apologize to everybody out there. My mic has been giving me issues. Um, this man like get, is probably getting fucking sucked off during these streams, and would, he just can't talk properly. Listen, I would, I would, I if I was, I would have told you let's reschedule. <laughs> uh, literally, wait, 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 like, what? You <laughs> fucking, you girls, over over girls over me? Yes, girls over me? What? Uh, yeah, I would say girls over. I would. Me? I'd be like, like you'd be calling me like, hey man, like you're gonna just, oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Oh, can you reschedule, please? Long, long oh. day at work, and I know you don't have a job. <laughs> if you actually said that long day at work, I'd be like, this guy doesn't work yet. What the fuck? No, not yet. But I actually, I did, I did, I I am doing like these test cases for my for my uh, school, so they they take up time. But um, ZX I says, Speaker and Huni have better synergy than someday closer, but someday is normally left on an island. Yeah, like so is Huni. Huni's been left on an island too, but Spika gives him more jungle attention than Closer does, which could be a deciding factor. Because a lot of the TSM games, Spika goes top lane and he helps Huni a lot. And they always snowball through top lane too. Like they're a really good jungle top duo. And Power of Evil against Abadage, that's pretty even right there. That's a really hyped mid lane matchup right there. Power of Evil has been what? MVP candidate for the split. And so is Abadage though. Because dude, I know you said Power of Evil, but... Shouldn't you consider Abadage to be in your MVP category as well? Who? Abadage. Who? I hate this man. Oh my God. <laughs> he, he's trolling me, guys. He's legitimately trolling me. I'm, like, I'm going to go insane. Oh, my God. Oh, like, Abadage. Really oh, oh really Faker Dage. Faker Dage, dude. Also get a factor in, man. FBI and Huhi versus Lost and Sword Art. I think... Hunter Thieves would have to win to their bot lane to have any significant difference to beating TSM. Uh, uh, like, is Lost going to really always have these standout performances like he had against Cloud9? Let's see him uh, do it consistently. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I I feel like at least the one thing I got to give credit to TSM is they didn't make any big like, you would think after they lose a game or so, they haven't made any real roster changes. Like, remember, Cody's son mm -hmm. is still a good ADC in my book. I think I, personally I would have Yeah. I I personally, as much as I like FBI and I'm a TSM fan, I have nothing against. Um, I mean FBI lost rather. Mm -hmm. I have nothing against lost. I think Cody Sun and Ignar would have been a super aggressive, uh, bot lane. And remember, Haunter is waiting in the works to come back too. You gotta you gotta remember that. So like, Haunter would improve the top lane game in in the LCS if he came back. I don't care what no one says. Well, he's not that good because no, he's fine. People are just fucking pussies and stupid. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. He would definitely improve a lot of these organizations when they need, need a top laner, though. Like, I, I don't think the top laners we have right now are bad, but it's like, I think he would be a massive improvement on a most org. Like, he would be a, an improvement for Dig. He'd be an improvement for uh, Immortals. He'd be an improvement for Golden Guardians. He'd be an improvement probably over Licorice, but who knows? Licorice's brain has been but fried think, ever since joining FlyQuest. But I think the reason he went back to TSM is because... Uh, I think it's one of those things where was he was he on he was on Team Gravity or something that like that. No, no, Wait. no, no, no. He he was on Golden Guardians. Remember? 
No, no, like back in the day, like it yeah, was yeah, like, it was Gravity and TSM, Gravity Golden and Guardians, TSM. and back to TSM, yeah, yeah. So I think it's one of those things where he's like, you know what, I'll just end my career here or something. So <laughs> I'll just chill and take sexy Instagram photos, right? That's what he's gonna do. I mean, I can't complain. The guy's been the guy's been the world's mm-hmm. a couple times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was considered a top top winner for the league at, at one point. Yeah, guys. Um, SpongeBob is back in. I'm gonna start calling you Mr. Krabs now. That's your new thing. You're Mr. Krabs. Uh, once I get a new mic, this mic is like the foam's coming off the the, the headset, the wire. <laughs> I have to wiggle it. This is this is something out of Best. This is something out of like Best Buy. That's all no, bad. No, that is. shit is out of the fucking clearance <laughs> sale at Walmart. Now those fucking giant bins is selling five dollar DVDs from. That where you uh, buy your fucking shit from? You buy those five dollar no. DVDs from Walmart and shit. No, I gotta get a new headset, guys. I'm, I I really do apologize if, if it's terrible, but uh, it, it, it's only like just random. It's not consistent. But, but like, I don't know, man. I I think hundred these will should win hundred these or TSM either or is fine. But just can TSM break the losing the the, the winning streak hundred these says? It's possible. It's very possible. I mean, they beat. They meet. I mean, they beat. Perks and they beat. They did beat. They did take on Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. We're gonna start a new winning streak, but then you know, TSM stopped it. I'm gonna say 100 these one because I know I want to miss rubbing in Warren's face when his team loses. What happens? What happens when they lose though? Are you gonna? Are you, are you gonna message me too? I'll probably just get naked for a stream. I don't know, man. I don't think they want to see your ten year old body. <laughs> Wait, what? I used to be buff. I'm gonna start going back to the gym. I, I really am. I I gotta pick out a time of the day where it's gonna go back to the gym. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I miss working out so hard, but it's just like, uh, you know, working shit. But there's there's a few more uh, rivalry matches coming up in week seven. You have TSM versus Team Liquid, and then after that you have Hunter Thieves versus Cloud Nine again, and then you have uh that that that's pretty much it. I, I I think for a lot of these games, you know, um, there's a few more rivalry matches, but I, I, hopefully Hunter Thieves finishes off TSM. Just can't wait to see the salt on the TSM fans' faces when they lose Listen, to I just, all, all I hope is that you got to remember, whoever gets a good record, you want to get a good record because you, mm-hmm. in case you foobar the first round, you have that second chance back in the loser's bracket now. So, so that's what's important for me as a as a someone that's rooting for any of these top teams. If you're, you don't even have to be a if you're Team Liquid fan, C9, 100 Thieves, TSM. You want your teams to do well because you don't want to be one and done in the in the because every team wants to make it. A, remember, there's no gauntlet anymore. It's like yeah, it's either like you got to get 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 to worlds through the new system. And you got to kind of factor in your placing matters. Like you don't want to play against a team that has the potential to upset you. Like if you're like a team liquid and, and the first round opponent you get is you're fucking facing a hundred thieves due to like the seating, potentially you're kissing your world spot goodbye, you know? Cause if you lose and you have to eventually go up against like a TSM or cloud nine through another bracket, Ooh, yikes, big fat yikes. And for team liquid fans, I feel so bad for them, dude. Like they, ha- they legitimately do have a good roster, Outside of Jenkins, I just don't think Jenkins is that good. I think he's he's just trash. Put it out far. If you here, I'll say this right now. If Team Liquid want to go to Worlds this year for 2021 Worlds, you put in Alfari. If I don't see Alfari, you're not going. That's my stand right now. They've been playing so dog shit 
without this dude. Maybe it's the TL players that don't want to play against or play with Alfari, and that's their issue too because they're also not going to Worlds. And if they, if they went to Worlds, they wouldn't do well with Jenkins. Let's be honest here, man. They're not going to do well without Alfari. They paid a lot of money for Alfari. He should be playing with them right now. I don't know the other behind-the-scenes uh, issues that they might be having, potentially if they are having any outside of, like, Jack leaving and shit, man. But, like, if they want to go to Worlds, they're going to play Alfari. Keep playing Jenkins and keep having weeks where you're going one and two. You'll face, like, TSM, Cloud9, or 100 Thieves in the playoffs and get knocked out twice and you're finished. I just don't see them doing well without Alfari. This is a joke we're doing right now with, with this dude. Like, what are we doing? Why are you playing Jenkins? This guy has been negative in lane. He's every champion is not a call. He's lost on. He's went like zero five. That's res- that's, uh, that's respectable to these people. Him going zero five, every single fucking game overall far who had the best stats in the fucking are league. A, are you a TL fan now? <sighs> Blows my brain to arm. Let me put on a TL Jersey. Let me do that. Ugh, me, but I can't figure out. Oh my God, old. I'm old Warren. Help me out. I, I I don't know, man. If they want to go to Worlds, you'll play Alfari. If not, keep playing this fucking joke, dude. Listen, as if they if they don't go to Worlds, I get another TSM logo, so you know, icon. So hey, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I support my teams. <laughs> I hope Cloud Nine goes to Worlds this year. I hope they do. Because I, I I love always getting those little icons your, your team gets when they go to Worlds and shit like that. I love Flash. Yeah, actually. Actually, I love that. Dude, remember, remember how they were debating on not doing it? I'm like, that's stupid. I p- fans love those things, man. I love I, showing off my support of my team all the time. Um, in the game. I'm I'm surprised, and this is off topic. Like 2018, I think, yeah, 2018. They that's the best bundles. Those are the best bundles ever, man. Didn't they? I think they can't. Oh, 2019 was the last time they did. Uh, so you remember always at the start of the season you could buy like the icon uh, with the year yeah, logo. Yeah, but since yeah. now it's just you like you have a chance they, to do that. Yeah, they 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 canceled that. I don't know why. I don't know why. And I don't know why we only get a chance to flash those icons during like special events like MSI or Worlds. Maybe it's just to show how special they are if, if your team makes it. I get it. You got to you got to make some type of novelty to it. I get it. But why can't you flash these icons all the time though? Like in 2018. What do, you, what do you mean by flash them? So you know the um icons that we got for the team passes that we got in 2019. Remember we had those team passes with like all the orgs in the league at, at that current moment in time where you right. could like get a team pass for your org and you just flash your icon. Why is that only ever during like special occasions though? Why can't you do that every year to show off your support? I would love if you had that every. Why can't it be every year though? Because people are like, well, the reward system was kind of weird. It doesn't matter. I just want the icon. Though. I don't want the rewards. I just want the icon. That's all I care about. You know. That's just for my team. Like, I don't know. Hopefully they. They're still in pandemic. I don't know. I don't even know if places or offices are back into like. Uh, yes, Mister like Krabs. Oh, shut up! It's the stupid ass mic, man. I don't know what's going on. Uh, anyway, I hope yeah. they take icons. Uh, uh, but uh, let's talk about the game that G3. got me a lot of points on when I bet against them because I hate G2. <laughs> this man is the G2 hater. So you had G2 versus Misfits. Uh, Misfits Gaming is the best team right now in the LEC. They lost to Mad Lions in a really interesting fashion. Mad Lions has been playing a lot more better in that game, but then they ended up losing, I, I think, in the next game after that. The, the, the narratives for this week were XL Esports' new players look really good. These players might get in the playoffs, though, playing um 
What's his Advan, name? Mar- Advan, and Marcoon and Marcoon. Yeah. So, like, hey, credit to XL. They have some good players for those two. Use those guys. If XL Esports want to make playoffs for the LEC 2021 Summer Split, you play those players. Take out those players, uh, you're back to the same dog shit year before. But the most interesting game this week was G2 Esports taking on Misfits Gaming. Uh, G2 Esports were in handy control of this game for quite some time. But then it comes this fight. This fight right here. Right here. Is it? I, I, I'm pretty sure it is. No, this, well, well, this was... Uh, well, okay, so uh, you stop it right there. So I'll, I'll tell you. So they... G2 has the Baron. So I don't know why G2 decided that they should fight a team that has Elder. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, you have Elder. You're going to kill these people. Like, look at that. You saw the moment he got to 25% health. Boom! Dragon spruce out of you. You see the wings pop out. Woo! <laughs> you know? Whoosh. What the fuck? What are you, like, four years old? Holy like, shit. Like, like, it's like... Like we we you gotta you gotta scroll scroll back to like four minutes and forty seconds on the on the on the uh there's only because this is just the highlights right yeah this is yeah. just kind of show the viewers the easiest yeah, yeah, shit yeah yeah so if you if you go to four minutes and like thirty four mm-hmm. four minute four minute and thirty seconds on the vod no yeah on the, on the G two versus yeah. misfits. Yeah, you could you, you you no yeah you could see it there because I it, I was looking at I was going off of your time on YouTube. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Let, let, let me just bring it up again really quickly. I don't want to see no Mandalorian. I'll watch Mandalorian soon. I gotta watch that first. Ahsoka, damn, looking pretty cute. Damn. All right, so let's go back to this. Skip this. Four minutes of time. Let's yeah. Go to four minutes on the YouTube time or on the game time. Four minutes on the YouTube timer. It's like okay. four minutes and thirty seconds. Very uh, be there right now. Okay, there we go. Oh my god, I'm after this. I'm getting food because I'm starving. Holy shit! Oh, this part of the game. Oh, it's like oh my god. Okay, so like uh, we play this. We play this through, right? They have Baron, right? Okay, and it's like all right. They got they got they chunked them down. Mm-hmm. You see that they they're gonna get an inhibitor. Um, okay, and they're gonna, they don't look like they can end. So, I think they, they don't catch anyone out. They're like, okay, they reset. Like, I, I wouldn't risk this. Like, this is their only chance to win. Wonder's in a really bad spot. Look how, look look at a bad spot he's at. He's in such such a bad spot. Look where where Yankos is. is. He tried flanking on Diana on a team that just got elder buff. Yeah, like, that doesn't make sense. Like, if, if. If I were G two, I would have took my losses and just be like, "Hey guys, let's yeah. call it off. Let the elder go out. You still got your tier twos up. They're not. It's not like they're gonna. They can't. Like the thing is, like they have. They don't have a lot of damage. The Mundo's gonna absorb. Um, Syndra's ult. Mm-hmm. Kaisa's gonna tickle, and then like who? Like they just had to play smart. Like I don't. I don't know if. Their brain shut off. Like I'm not oh, saying no, that, that happened. Their brain shut off. That I'm not. Legitimately I'm not, happened. I'm not calling GT stupid, but like this. That's like if you get elder, like having those four drakes didn't even matter because the execute from the elders, like, well, you know, like I, I just, 
this was a good gank that they did. Um, and they, they, oh man, they can't mid lane. Like they, I don't know what they, they wanted to make sure VTO had no fun this no, game. He had no, I, man, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how, like, thank God there's no flare cam. Cause I would have a pissed off face if I kept having, like, they kept like Leona and, and mm. Diana is like, oh, oh, here, here again. Like, like Jesus Christ, like, look how many alts he's using for this one yeah, man. Bro, that's the, those are the games you play when you know you're just not going to have fun. The, those games you just like, I, I tell my friends, hey, I'm muting my mic because I just have to be alone because this shit is fucking tilting the fuck out of me. Yeah, I, this is this is one of those games where you're 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 pissed off. Like, this, that's int. I have no idea. That was inting its ass off. That, that, no that looks beautiful. That looks beautiful. When you're watching this live, but you just realize Razor just literally no, no, no. Well, well, well. I, I, I thought it was in when I first saw it, but Reckless, um, he ulted Lee away. That's that's why if he didn't if he didn't ult Lee away, that was a solo kill. Who who so far is your um your mid season MVP so far for? The LEC. Oh, I'll just say Razorg, man. He looks really good. Herit has been like. Hear it like you put him on an island, you put him, you put him on a carry. He's just been like, I feel mm-hmm. like, like, I feel like Misfits got a steal with Herit. Like, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he did, he does, he did well in lane against Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, like, look, he's it's uh, it's uh, 22 minutes in the game, and I know, yeah, I know he's zero, zero, and zero, but. Like, yeah, that's- a lot of people just look at score lines to determine like how well someone did in the game. No, he played pretty well. He Razork and Hirat have been playing so well this split. It, it's been such a good thing for Misfits to have these players like doing well. They're not good in a, in a duo sense, but they're good individually, which has been making such a different factor well, in for yeah. Misfits. Well, like, he's definitely- they're winning this game though. Like, look at this game, dude. They're winning this game. This is a one game from yeah. them. If they actually just play it correctly. But no, they want to just fucking take Baron, not use it properly, can't force anything, and not push side lanes, and then 50-50 and Elder. Like, what the hell, yeah, man? Yeah, like, like if you go back, so go to, like, 4, like, if you go to 4.30, right, again, and we just pause it at 4.30, okay? And, right, and this is what I, like, no, not for uh, a little bit, a little bit more, like, when they're at the Elder. Because I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to show something to you that we which I didn't get. Okay. So I can't really see. So Caps, Caps has TP. Pause the game right there. <laughs> pause pause the game the right there. Look at the Caps, shit. Has, Caps has TP. He could TP and force them to go back. Look, look on the mini map. Like, look on the mini map. Uh, mm-hmm. If you, if you, if you uh, full screen your, oh your, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you full screen, oh, it is. Uh, I'm sorry. So, if you look right, because um, I got a full screen, that's why. So they they have a ward right here where caps can TP. They have a ward right there where my mouse cursor is, right, right here. No, not Go that ward. Like like the you see by there on blue side. Yeah. Well, oh, you're right. I see it. No, I I get. Okay, right. I see it right there. I see it right here. There you go. Yeah. They have war. No, 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 I'm not talking about the fight. I'm talking about like he has TP. Yeah. Uh, but they have a wave in the top lane that he could easily TP, force them to come back. Mm-hmm. Like this fight's yeah. a, like leave Mickey to die. Just leave Mickey to die. Run away and TP, get an inhibitor, 
force them the back, and then you 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 because Kishana does scale and she would de- demolish anyone mm-hmm. that's not Vander without an alt or. So like I didn't understand why they just didn't use macro. Like why did they try to brute force this? Like this was literally a silver fight. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're going to five v five and win the game. Yeah, yeah guys, five all five. we gotta do is all all we gotta do is group guys and we'll win. Just we're gonna group. Prove. We got a tank. He's gonna <laughs> tank and peel. <laughs> Dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> look at this shit. Like, look at all this troll shit they're doing, man. Like, oh my god, they they played so well. Look at this fight they played so well, and they managed to kill three people. Now this Baron fight right here with our with our Baron up. This should be a one game right here. This should be yeah. a one game right here. After, they, like, if they kill VTO, it's just pretty much a one game. You yeah, but, think. But, but but pause the game right here again. They have a wave in the top lane. Mm-hmm. Like they have a wave put that's starting to push slowly. Why not just reset? Okay, they get elder. Cool story. I don't even like cool. They get elder. I, I, we just won't fight them. That's it. We just won't fight them. Instead, they want to. They want a fifty-fifty. Look, and that's 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 why I said it's so good. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let me take damage and just throw it back at you. That's a cool design. Do you think games. like G 2s composition is good? Actually, uh, um, yeah, because like like yeah. Pause it right here again. Like if we pause it, look at look at the top side to the to the to the right, where you see you see the wave about the crap. Mm. The wave is on. You you see where I'm looking, right? Where yeah. uh, on the top side, there's a like a I little. Yeah, I see it. Uh, yeah, you see the red that. Mm-hmm. So now, if if caps, TP is coming back out. Okay, we know that Mickey's gonna die. Now you can play it right. So Mickey's gonna sure. die. Let let Mickey die. Right, that's one Baron. Okay, like Reckless still has his jump. Okay, Mickey's not like you. You, there's nobody here. Just back off. Why is Caps not ref- not respecting the headbutt pulverize? Caps is not even respecting it. Look how close this man is to a Alistar and a fucking Syndra. Why is he this close? Why is Reckless and Caps by themselves with no escapes alone? All Lucian has is a dash, and all all Tristan has is her W jump. I mean, Caps gets out. Okay, right here. What are you doing? What are you doing, Mickey? Like, <laughs> what, what? What is Wonder and Genko's doing? What? They're, they're doing their best impression of Hillisang and and and, I, and, I, and, and Gilius, I guess. Like, I, I, I have no idea. What the fuck is Wonder doing, man? What? I get why Wonder's doing it. No, I actually don't. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Why is your tank not next to your non non escape eighty carries? Well, I mean, Yango's he was, by himself he was, is flanking. Yango's by himself flanking is fine. I mean, Wonder he was front line. Him, he was well, front. He was trying to fl- front line a loss. <laughs> what the hell? He was front lining like it's oh, not like. Look, look at what he did. Look at that troll shit. His carries are all done. Why is he not in front of them? Like it'd be better if Mundo and Leona were in front of them as they're like free firing. But Wonder's like, you know what? I'll let's just like walk in between them. He's walked. He walked so far between them. They didn't even hit him. He didn't get hit. Start getting hit till right now. This is how bad G two has been playing, and that goes into um G two as well. Like, do you think it's probable to start hitting the G two panic button right now? Yes, because look at Fnatic. They're playing bad. They're playing like, bad, bad. Fnatic literally had a roll swap and a new top liner, and yet they are doing much better and seem like they're getting more cohesive, which each week, like, like. 
I I don't want to say it's a perks factor because it's not. Who who is reckless either, man? I don't want to say it's reckless, but it's something's going on with shot calling. It does that doesn't like it. Like I'm okay. You can laugh, chat, whatever. I'm bronze, but if I see that the enemy team is already get elder. I'm paying to back away because we cannot win that fight. The moment you get below 25% health, it's an execute button. So you're it doesn't matter that we have four drakes. They're going to win that fight. And it's not like we have the towers. To, so take your losses. Let Wonder would anything. two people die. They get like maybe a tier two and an inhibitor. They had their tier twos. Just, just... Just I don't know. Just wait it out. Like I, I think, I think maybe they thought the game was getting out of their hands. But mm-hmm. who's they were killing? in no position to lose the game though either. If you look, if you really look at that game on any given average day, dude, even shitty dog shit teams like Team Vitality, if they're in that position, win the game. They're in prime position to win the game. Either they're overthinking. They're over communicating. They're not all on the same page or they have different ideas on how to close out the game, which they shouldn't. If I look at that game again, at, at that point, they lost with the misfits were. Oh my God. Look at this troll. Like, oh my God, this is so brain dead. What the hell? At that Baron fight you were talking about, look at G2's gold lead. G2 is 10,000 gold ahead right here. 10,000 gold ahead right here. Yeah, and they yeah. lost. Yeah, I think that I think that Yankos is just not a he's not a carry he's he's just not, invisible. It's and, and dude, it's not all Yankos. I know a lot of people always say it's like it's his fault when they lose games. They're all not playing good relatively. Like Caps has had a pretty terrible split so far. And I know I say GG. They were playing fine. Like, in the this other is stupid. Like, that team fine. that TP like this TP was stupid. You want to know why Wonder that TP? CP Wonder and Caps could have TP'd. They let Misfits have Elder, and they could have just started slam dunking uh, top lane to force oh, more pressure. The problem they is, have an inhibitor down bot already. Look at that right there. They already wait, have an inhibitor wait, wait, down wait. bot. Go, go back like to 435. Right about... No, 440. Four, 440, sorry. 440. No problem. Wait, no. 445. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a woman on a period or some shit. I hate you. Okay, four forty-five, because it's gonna go. So, uh, wonder TP's to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, why not TP? Now pause it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you see to the left of yeah, that, yeah, their left. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I guess it'd be our right since we're facing the screen. Mm-hmm. There's a the problem that they have right now is that the Mundo is not in the front line, so he can absorb all the damage. If Mundo was in the front line, like I, I know this is gonna sound like, mm-hmm. well, that's that's obvious. Mundo's not a flanker. Mundo is supposed to take the brunt of all the damage. Yeah, Mundo doesn't flank. The fact that he was in that position is so. Su- Diana can flank. I get why Yankos was right there. That makes sense to flank. Yeah. So if we replay, if we were to like replay this, if they're all see the Mundo, then Diana would have had free reign. But because Mundo couldn't be the front line that's why diana's just giga deleted because the mundo had to come around everybody mm-hmm. was already getting attacked he didn't really absorb all like look how long he stays alive for like could you imagine if he was in the front line the defending front, lucian and tristana from the <laughs> beginning they win yeah. they they would win the fight like 
and they have that ward right there that you said the mm-hmm. the, the pink ward where he could have came walk around. I just I don't know if G two. I think maybe it's the pressure, but you know. Again, this well, is the these are be on them next week, dude. Because uh, guys, for the announcement for, for for the LEC, they are finally moving back to stage play. I, I don't know if they'll have a crowd. I don't know about that, uh, but I know for sure coming into the LEC twenty twenty one Summer Split Week five, this yeah. they will be playing on stage. So all the competitive regions will be playing on stage once again. Hopefully, on stage maybe gets better. But we saw them on stage last split. We saw them on stage previously in the in the playoffs for last split. It was not looking good, man. It was well, just good. I'm not looking good for them. Listen, I I'm not a G2 fan, but me, oh, oh my god, dude, it's irritating because you know the team is good. You know their caliber of players are good. These mistakes shouldn't be a thing. Well, let's hope that playoff G2 turns on because if they don't, we're gonna have. <laughs> this will be the first time G2 doesn't make worlds ever. So I guess they the, made I, every I think they have the longest world streak so far since Cloud 9's lost theirs. They've been to every world since 2016. So if they don't go this year, yes. yeah, yeah, that's that'd be a, a new streak broken and I'm pretty sure the new meme will be no perks, no worlds. No, worlds. <laughs> <laughs> so. no perks, no worlds. That'd no be perks. funny as fuck, dude. They just and then that's crazy. They're both bot laners because perks wasn't a mid laner when he left G two. That'd be yeah. the craziest shit. Oh my god, man. But yeah, the last thing to talk about very very slightly is uh, XL Esports had Markun and Advine burst on. Play those players. Please play those guys. Do not play the other guys again. I don't want to see it ever again. Play these two and win. That's all you need to do. Use these guys to get playoffs. And if you want to shake up your roster or make your org look worse, do whatever. Just just all you got to do is play these guys. You know, because I want to save mostly LEC talk for like the recap the recap we're going to do. But overall, the LEC looks fine this week, though. It, it, it looked pretty good. Outside of the G2 thing, because like G2 is the biggest narrative right now for the LEC. And like, do you think they're going to come back? I I don't want to hit the panic button yet, but it's not looking good. You think if they if they would add Nelson and you think Grab saying they're gonna work on like leadership, it would work out. But I'm just not seeing it, man. I, I don't know. They played fine in the other weeks, though. Nothing spectacular. They looked fine, bare minimum, fine, fine as you could get. But they didn't look dominant. You know, you expect G two to look dominant. You expect them to win every game, and they're not by far and away ahead like they were before. You know. Uh, but that's pretty much it, though, guys. Uh, I got to head out, actually. I got to go do some more things. But we will be coming at you with the LCS and LEC weekly recaps, uh, I think, tomorrow. Actually, you guys yeah. should be getting both of them. Uh, I'm, I might try to get one done before the stream tonight. Maybe. Depends if I have the free time. But anything you want to say, man, before we, uh, you know, uh, have to head out? Yeah, just uh, it's been a fun. Uh, it was a – sorry for the audio issues. I'll try to get a new mic soon. And mm-hmm. – it's been a fun week of L- LCS and LEC, so I can't wait for this week. Yeah, Warren got what he wanted. TSM won and G2 a loss. I mean. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, any man's dream. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Cloud9 
and G2 can obviously, well, hopefully G2 can bounce back uh, from their slump so far. Just pure slumpage right now from them. I hope it, they can do well. I hope Cloud9 can continue to improve. But yeah, guys, I'll see you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe. Most of all, enjoy. If you guys managed to catch this on the replay, make sure you guys like the stream. Definitely would always help out. And yeah, uh, I hope hopefully you guys have been enjoying all the new content we've been doing. I pretty much condensed the content down to what you guys have been liking and viewing. And it's been working out pretty well. And you guys have been enjoying it. So that's good enough by me. It's all I personally care about, you know. Didn't want to be putting in so much effort where the results aren't really justifying the means, right? So everything's been working out fine. Uh, and I, that's good for me. See you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe, most of all. Enjoy. I'm the Nightwing Way of Life Peace Force. So signing out, guys. Have a good day. See you later. Deuces. And yeah, TSM sucks. As you guys already